student is going to be exposed to some financial education, nutrition education, information on housing. There's going to be always a hands-on component. From MoneyFit by DRS, it's the MoneyFit Podcast, the show about financial education opportunities all around us and practical financial tips right in front of us. I'm your host, Todd Christensen, and on today's show, I speak with Idaho Career and Technical Education's Program Quality Manager, Teresa Golis. If I had taken in high school one of the classes we discuss, I bet I would not have maxed out my first credit card in 36 hours. What could these FCS classes do for you or your own kids? Let's find out. I met Teresa Gullis several years ago through the Idaho Financial Literacy Coalition, where we both have an interest in helping others improve their personal financial uh, capacity. Teresa is employed by Idaho's Division of and Division of Career and Technical Education as the Family and Consumer Sciences Program Quality Manager and FCCLA State Advisor. I can tell you from my experience with Teresa that she is passionate about her work and the positive effect it can have on individuals and families and households. So it is my pleasure to welcome you, Teresa, back to the Money Fit Show. Thank you, Todd. So in in the last, uh, uh, I've had, had you... Uh, as a guest before and uh, talk about talking about the, that family and consumer sciences is the name of what previous generations may have called home ec. It was not a split, but a, a transition. I, I appreciated you sharing that, but I'm going to, I'm going to start with a, a question to get us going. Um, this is uh, one that I, I mentioned. I may be asking you if you're ready. Yes. Okay. So without getting too personal, what might you have done differently growing up in your younger years uh, with your finances? We can all we can all think back at something, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was always a saver growing mm-hmm. up because I always had big plans, but I wasn't a very good shopper. So mm-hmm. I would buy the first thing that I would see, and um, and then if I didn't like it, um. I would go to the next thing and I would buy that because it was just a little bit better. So uh-huh. I had savings, but I spent it fast and I would have yeah. two or three things of one item because I kept finding something better and better and better. <laughs> so I would say if I had to do it differently, I would have taken my time and done some um, comparative shopping first. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I remember uh, as, as a teenager, learning the value of shopping around took me a while to learn value of saving but um yeah i probably wouldn't have shown up my eighth grade year first day of class with a shiny silver moon shoe type things that's all (laughs) i could afford that was that was bad Um, well uh teresa let's let's talk about fcs um you you did you made a a compelling case the last uh, episode i had you on for family consumer science classes while you um, while you work at the state level in Idaho, could you share how states generally might offer FCS classes, or perhaps maybe financial education within FCS specifically? Or there's what is FCS? I mean, what are the types of classes that that students and their parents and mentors might be looking for, and and how would they know if there's one that is involving 
finances specifically? Mm, that's a great question. Family Consumer Sciences starts in the middle school and moves up through the high school. And in the middle school, does, does it go as, as low as sixth grade or typically seventh yep, grade? Yeah, sixth grade? grade. And I and I believe wow. in California they even have elementary um, family consumer sciences. So every state is different. Mm -hmm. uh, but middle school traditionally starts at sixth grade. So there are some sixth grade offerings. And um, those early offerings in sixth, seventh, eighth grade are going to be uh, uh, a, a class that has multiple units in it. So in that very exploratory class, the student is going to be exposed to some financial education, nutrition education, um, information on housing. There's going to be always a hands-on component because we know that when we have it, the opportunity to put our hands in the middle of the project, we remember it so much more and we build a skill from that. There's always going to be a, a unit on um, early child care, uh, something where they have, again, some practical application to what they're learning. And as they go mm -hmm. through all of this, you know, those, those projects will lead them through budgeting to purchasing something or planning, um, working on a, a team activity where they not only have a product in the, at the end, they've learned communication skills, they've learned conflict resolution, they've learned about deadlines that are so important, and they learn about advocating for themselves and mm -hmm. what they may need to be more successful either in the project or working with their team. And, you know, the teacher is part of that team, too. The teacher is the mentor helping them through all of this, especially in the, the earlier years. As you get into the high school, those units then become focus areas for different pathways that they're learning mm -hmm. um, that they want to be successful in or they have a strong interest in a possible career opportunity for them when they leave their high school career and go on to the world of work or on to college. Mm -hmm. Does not, and not every class as you get into high school, not every high school offers all of these classes. Does that does that depend on the school, the teacher, or a, kind of a combination of both, or something else? It could be a combination of both. Um, if you are a family consumer science teacher, you're supposed to be uh, well versed in five content areas. So it'd be finance, nutrition, um, early childhood, housing and um, apparel and textiles. So that's pretty broad. So you can mm -hmm. either pick up a, a strong interest area or a specialty or keep it broad. There are also industry teachers um, and they might be a culinary arts teacher or a hospitality teacher or early childhood education teacher um, or you know someone who's going to focus on finance and, go, and work uh, that route through maybe housing and economics. Here, here in Idaho, uh, and, and this is where it, it's still different in every state. But what what are some of the names of some of these FCS classes where you might expect to see some some financial education happening either during middle school or, or later in high school? Mm -hmm. So the middle school programs are going to be um, exploratory in nature. So it could be an mm -hmm. exploratory family consumer science one, an exploratory two could be teen living, young living. Um, it could be something that's a foundational uh, family and consumer sciences. Um, and those then again, are, are life and career exploration. Again, very foundational. 
-hmm. and very uh, wide on the units because we want the students to be exposed to multiple things so they can then decide what what is it that they they like. And so when you have that, the variety in the middle school, it helps to direct them as they move on to their high school components on there. That's why the the multiple opportunities are so important. Um, In high school, adult living is what we call our late high school versus early high school exploratory class. And it might be something like a marriage and family someplace else or um, adult roles is another title from another state. So all those Mm -hmm. will have a a financial component, life literacy component. And then our teachers can also in Idaho teach um, towards the economics graduation requirement. And that is our personal and family finance class, Hmm. which is, I love that class. That's that's not necessarily the case in all states where uh, an FCS class would count toward an economics requirement. Is that true? That's true. The teacher also has to be um, economics endorsed. So mm-hmm. family consumer science with a, another endorsement um, on their license to be able to do that. But the class mm-hmm. is designed that it meets all of the graduation um, requirements or the economic standards that need to be taught whether it's in um, our class or social studies class, any other class that um, is approved to be taught for that economic credit. Normally when, when a student or uh, their parents are looking at a class catalog and they see the term economics and economics like junior, senior year, generally that would not necessarily be a, an FCS class. Is that true? Uh, well, the, yeah, that, that's true. They would not, unless it is specific specifically spelled out um, mm-hmm. personal family finance. I, again, I, I think that's the best class that can be offered to a junior or senior. Um, so in our state, there's a slash after it and it says economics just for that reason. So that the parents are aware that that can count for the economics credit. Yeah. That we were talking uh, off air beforehand about the, one of the mistakes I made growing up my first credit card maxing it out in 36 hours. I, that that would have been a class I think I would have greatly benefited from. Uh, what what kind of topics are are discussed in there? You mentioned budgeting. Oh yes. Um, so what you, what are what are all other topics financial related or might be in there? Um, you would probably look at banking, um, mm-hmm. and insurance and um, household um, budgeting mm-hmm. op- opportunities. Um, looking at uh, mortgage rates and um, the process of buying a home, taxes, mm-hmm. um, you know, the cost of renting uh, could be, you know, something in, in sustainability, um, which is huge right now. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how do we get value out of what we are purchasing and the longevity of it, you know, making so that. And that one sounds like it would have, that one would have related to your, what you shared about your younger years. <laughs> and uh, so that, it, it sounds like it's quite a variety of, of topics. Yes. Yes. And the, the, the purpose that, again, is practicing to be an adult. Yes. Taking on those adult roles. So in, in Idaho, you mentioned I, uh, adult living is, is probably the, the name of the class for that in Idaho and, and elsewhere that would be looking for classes 
under fin uh, family consumer science uh, in the catalog that would refer somehow to life skills or adult life skills or right, personal right. Um, life literacy skills is a better life literacy term for that. Um, mainly because in Idaho, we do have um, other programs that are that are life skills, and that's more for the, uh, the students that have a peer tutor that's working with them. So we try and really focus on the, the growth aspect of it. Got it. The life literacy. Good. Well, what would you, what would you uh, like to share with our listeners today? One specific recommendation or a step they could take today to promote financial literacy or FCS uh, learning in their families or uh, among in their neighborhoods. Oh, you know, the, the, the number one thing you do is just communicate, talk about it, talk mm -hmm. about um, the value of having that class when you're in high school. And people will say, well, I never did that when I was in high school. But then you start talking about the topics. Well, did you mm -hmm. learn about finance? Did you have some hands-on with that? And they remember the activities that they did, but not necessarily what the title of the course was that they were in. So it's really good to talk about those, um, those financial lab experiences they go through. And, um, you know, and, and be an advocate for it, be an advocate for our youth learning to be um, responsible adults and good citizens, because that's what happens, that they have the opportunity to apply those concepts that, you know, we as adults say, oh, I wish I would have learned that. Well, yep. you know what, here's the opportunity, take the time to do it. Uh, most of our classes are a semester long. Only our pathways have requirements of taking courses in a sequence, a introductory to an intermediate to a capstone. So if you're like in a culinary arts pathway or early childhood education pathway, those would be required. But with the, um, the, the more hands-on, um, wide variety type of uh, course, like adult living, uh, you know, you, you, you get to take that when you're ready to take that. Very cool. Good. Well, how can listeners connect with you and uh, your, uh, your office and learn more? Oh, thanks. Well, I'm Teresa Golis and I work for the Idaho Division of Career Technical Education. The uh, website is CTE for career technical education.idaho.gov. Okay. CTE.idaho.gov. Pretty straightforward. I'll make sure that gets into the show notes today. Teresa, I appreciate your time and sharing this information about uh, the, the different offerings and uh, opportunities for our students. Uh, so thank you for being with me today. You're welcome. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate your time. You bet. We'll, uh, uh, I want to say thank you to my, to our listeners. Uh, appreciate you joining us today and uh, do check out our archives at moneyfit.org slash podcast. And until the next time, please stay money fit and stay well.